was here on 905, and we were talking about what Christians um, are to do always. Amen. What Christians are to do always. And I told you that one of the things that a Christian should always do is a Christian should always have. Amen. Um, the Bible declares that as a believer, you, you shouldn't be broke. <laughs> Amen. We should always have. Uh, we should always have so that we can do good works. Right? I told you that. And then I told you that we should always be confident. Amen. Don't allow Satan to take your confidence. Do you know how easy it is to lose your confidence? Uh, the enemy can cause all kinds of little things to happen in your life where you lose confidence even, even in believing the word of God. Amen. And, and so um, I, I told you that in it, uh, what we looked at when we looked at that, we, we talked about therefore we are always confident knowing that while we're at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. Amen. So number one, we should always have. Number two, we should always have what? Confidence. Confidence knowing what? That while we're absent, that while we're in this body, amen, we're absent from who? Amen. We're absent, I'm sorry, while we're at home in the body, we're absent from the Lord. Amen. And then thirdly, today we'll talk about number three today, what we always should do. So as a believer, we should always have insufficiency. Amen. For every good work. But we should always have confidence. Don't let Satan take your confidence. Amen. Be in confidence and confident in this. That he who began a good work in you. Hello somebody. He who began a good work in you will in no wise finish it. Whatever God started in your life, he will finish it. Amen. Whatever it is that you may think is impossible right now, is possible with God. But the devil wants you to believe that God is not all sufficient. That he's not all powerful. Amen. Listen, we are so fragile. Amen. When I look at the situation that happened this morning, right? The enemy could have thrown us off our game. Amen. But, but I thank God that he, he gave us all a lesson. Stop panicking. Amen. Listen, wait it out and God will show you, amen, that Romans 8.28 says that what? That God works all things together for the what? For the good of those who what? Love him and are called according to his purpose. While we're away, amen. 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 2 verse 14. I think I... Talked about this. Read that, read that for me, someone. Oh, there's that word. There's that word. Who always leads us to what? All right. So that's the other always, right? I wanted to reiterate that because sometimes you can feel like you're the underdog. Amen. That you that you that you can't win. That you're not winning. Amen. You ever been there before where you just don't feel, come on somebody, come on, help me now. Amen. I'm back now. Amen. I'm holding myself a little bit here. Amen. Listen, 
that, that we feel like we're not winning. But he says, but thanks be to God. Amen. That what? Who always leads us in triumph in Christ and manifests through us the what? Sweet aroma of the knowledge of him in every place. Amen. So in other words, what, 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 what Paul was saying to, these, to the Corinthian church, he was saying, listen, that God will manifest himself through us, through our victories. Hello, somebody. That when we win, amen, the aroma, amen, will, will smell like God. God had something to do with this. Amen. That I'm winning because God is behind all of this. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Look at verse 15. For we are what? Can I ask you a question? What fragrance are you today? Are you lavender? Are you cherry? Are you vanilla? Are you the new car smell? I told you I'm back. Amen. (laughs) He says, for we are a what? A fragrance. See, the believer has to understand something. We don't lose. Come on, somebody. I'm going to say it one more time. We don't lose. Amen. What may look like an L is really a setup for a comeback. Amen. Are you with me? He says that we triumph. And how do we triumph? We triumph in Christ. Hello, somebody. He says, for we are a fragrance of Christ to God whom those who are being saved and among those who are what? Perishing. Look what he says. To the one an aroma of what? From what? See, there, there are different types of aromas now. Amen. He says death to death. Or the other an aroma from what? Hey, so what I'm saying is. You can, listen. You, you can stay in your funk if you want. Hello, somebody. Amen. You can walk in death. If you want, but tell your neighbor, I'm walking in life. Amen. That, that smell that, that you smell right now on me, it ain't funk, it's life. <laughs> Amen. It ain't Gucci. <laughs> Amen. Come on, somebody. It, it, it ain't Prada. It, it's what? It ain't Calvin Klein. It's life. Now, I find it interesting that Paul would use a word picture like aroma. Come on, somebody. So, so, so now when I remember that in Christ, I'm always victorious, amen, then I have to check myself when I don't smell right. I wish I had somebody. Amen. Every now and then, you got to check your attitude. Amen. You got to see if your words, amen. Now I can talk about aroma, uh, different types of aromas here, but you get the picture, right? Amen. He says, I ought to always believe that I will try. Listen, I'm, I'm saying this to you, but it's difficult when the bills are due. Come on, somebody. When the money is funny, when the change is strange, when it looks like everything is falling apart. It's hard to say, I, I smell good today. Amen. It's hard to let out an aroma, amen, that's pleasing to everybody. But here's the thing. The one thing he tells me I ought to always do is I have to always remember that I will triumph. Let me ask the question. 
I could prove this to be true. The last time you had something going on in your life, right? Amen. It looked impossible. I mean, you had an impossible situation, right? Amen. Now, this, I'm talking about the last time. Okay. Did it work out? I'm, I'm asking you one more time. Did it work out? Let me ask again. Did it work out? Okay. So what was all the fuss about? Why didn't we keep the aroma alive that we are going to triumph over this? See, it's about a mindset. Amen. And he says that, but thanks be to God. Amen. Who always leads us. I'm back in 14. Who always leads us in what? Triumph in Christ and manifest through us. Watch this. I'm going to read it again. The sweet, what? So when we speak, Lord have mercy, the aroma, when we live, whatever we're going through, we have to speak just like what I said this morning. I said, God, I'm not going to let Satan and this pettiness, I'm not going to let him trip me up. So therefore, my aroma was a sweet-smelling aroma based on the knowledge that I have of Jesus Christ and what he has done for me in the past. Come on, somebody. In the now and in the future. See, my confidence is in the fact that God has shown me time and time and time and time and time and time and time again that I will and we will triumph. So why do we walk around with a bad smell on us? Come on, somebody. That funk, boy, that funk come out in our walk. It come out in our talk. Come on, somebody. It ain't going to work out. We ain't going to make it. Things ain't going to look up. Da, 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 da. And all we do is let out that bad aroma. And let me tell you something about that aroma. It's infectious. It's contagious. Amen. And guess what? It can affect those around you. Are you with me? He says this. He says, listen, he said, hold on now. He says, God causes us to triumph in Christ. I'm glad to know that I'm a winner. I'm glad to know that I will win in the end. So therefore, amen. He says, look at this now. He says, through us. See it? Through us, the sweet aroma of what? The knowledge. Can I ask you something? Are you the person that keeps learning but never learn? Oh, let me see. You keep hearing and you never apply? You keep seeing and you never see. You keep hearing and you never (laughs) understand. See, because you can be like that as a Christian. See, you you can sit here week after week and never believe what you're hearing. And therefore, your aroma is, no, 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 no. You are knockoff. You can find your brand on Harwin. Instead of Gucci is Poochie. (laughs) 
Give me another, give me another name. Instead of Prada, you oughta. You ever, you ever get them, you ever see them knock off perfume? Generic. See, you look the part. You see, you see what I'm saying? You look, you look, look. And you ever put on fake perfume? Come on, y'all, y'all. Come on, y'all. By the time you walk out the door, it's gone. You should have known better. <laughs> and, and that's how it is when you hear the word of God and you don't have no knowledge of the word of God, right? And you don't believe it and you walk out the door, you come, you get a little, you get a little wrong because you're hanging around some people that smell good. Watch this. And for the first time something happens, watch this. Well, not only that, you hear it, but then when you walk out the door, You back to regular. Funk. Back in the funk. It ain't gonna be right. God is I ain't gonna make it. Things have look, look what he said. He says, so that you would that he that 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 and manifest through us, through us, the sweet aroma of victory. Can I ask you a question? Have you ever tasted victory? Hmm. There's something about vic- the taste of victory. And one thing you have to remind yourself of as a believer. Listen, I know this seems impossible, but it's not. Even when you're losing, you're winning. I- I'm going to say it one more time. Even when it seems like you're losing, you're actually winning because with God, there's no losses. I'll prove it to you. When they thought they had, they were destroying Jesus. Come on, somebody. When they thought that they were, yeah, nailing him to the cross and it was it for him, right? He was winning. You, you see what I'm saying? And thanks be to God. Amen. Through Jesus Christ. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch what he says next. He says, he says, a sweet aroma of knowledge of him in every place. Right? And we're going down to verse 17. For we are not like many. See, Paul is is making a point here, okay? And and I know we jumped in the middle of his point. He says, for we're not like many peddling the word of God. Yeah, but as from what? Sincerity, but as from God, we speak in Christ in the sight of God. Because here's the thing. There were a whole lot of people who were peddling the word of God. In other words, they were profiting from it. All these false prophets telling you, you can go to the next level. You know, 15 steps and, you know, sow a seed and then, you know, they were peddling the word of God. Paul says, I, I ain't come like that. Matter of fact, you should have recognized them by their smell. Amen. He says, as for us, we will always triumph. And watch this. And the indicator that you're triumphing is by the way you smell. Your aroma. That when you walk into the room, oh, I wish I had somebody. You know, some people, you know, they go overboard, you know what I mean? But but watch this, watch this, watch this now, watch this. But when you walk into the room, you may have, your whole world may be crumbling down. Come on, somebody. But oh, you know, this is just a temporary 
temporary detour. It's just a setback because I'm coming back. You follow what I'm saying? For a major comeback. Okay, and I believe that's exactly how God sets it up. Go to Ephesians chapter 1 for me. Ephesians 1, 3. Triumph. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. You don't know how much I'm helping myself this morning. I don't think you hear me. I'm back. Ephesians 1, 3. Let me show you why. Back up to verse 1 for me. Somebody read it. Stop right there. (laughs) Who is Paul? (laughs) Who is Paul? Come on. Okay. All right, I get that. But who is he? What's his pedigree? Uh huh. First of all, he was a persecutor of the saints. He stank before. Got it? Persecutor of the saints. Listen, listen. Separated from God. Uh, Listen, he used to persecute Christians and the church. He hated the church. But now here he writes, Paul. You you know what I want to show you right there? That God can change anybody. Triumph. You thought you were so far away from God that God would never... Listen, that it wouldn't be you. Not me. Uh Uh-uh, not me. Paul. An apostle of who? By what? So in other words, it wasn't by his will. Listen, none of us willed to be here. Listen, you may have gotten up this morning, but it was by God's will you got here. Amen. And you're saved because of his will. And you've been sanctified and set apart to serve him. Listen, if you're serving in this church, it's by the will of God. Look what he says. Keep reading. Ah. To the saints who are where? Let me tell you about Ephesus. Ephesus was the third wonder of the world. A seven, where the seven wonders of the world. It was, it was such a, uh, it was like Las Vegas. And he's writing to believers living in a society where it looks like Las Vegas. Hollywood, bright lights, prostitution, drugs, society, kind of like where we live today. Right? You know what I mean? Any and everything goes. He writes to the saints who were there. Do you know how hard it is to survive when there's a bunch of peer pressure around you and the pressure of the world to suck you into the music, suck you into the entertainment, suck you into the worldview? So he writes to them to encourage them, but he also writes to them to remind them. Watch this. See, I'm trying to help you with something. See, what, can ha- what happens to us is when we leave out these doors, we can forget our identity in the culture that we live in. And so he reminds them, amen. Hey, you are saint, but tell your neighbor, there's still a few faithful people. Amen. 
He writes to the who? To the saints who are faithful. Where? Faithful where? In Christ Jesus. You'll always see that phrase in Christ Jesus. Just like if anyone be in Christ. In other words, you are now, you have sunk your identity into his identity. Hello, somebody. And now you're wrapped up in divinity. Ah, amen. And as a result of you being wrapped up in divinity, you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. Come on, somebody. That's what sets you apart to be a saint. You with me? Amen. So, yes, there is something special about you. Yes, there is something important about you. Yes, you have been set apart by the will of God to triumph in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. Read it for me. Keep reading. Uh, To the faithful in Christ Jesus, verse 2. Mm-hmm. Stop right there. He has what? Blessed us. See, we talk about material blessings, but when was the last time you counted up your spiritual blessing? What's a spiritual blessing? Anybody? Peace. Health. Health. Wisdom. Knowledge. Understanding the word of God. What else? Faith. Amen. Righteousness, living right. So, so, so let me ask you something. How blessed are you spiritually? See, the, the thing is, we look at being triumphant in the material. <laughs> I, I, I was... I was getting ready to start shaving this morning. I said, Lord, I thank you for the three weeks you gave me up, but I, 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 I'm ready to get back. <laughs> I'm ready to get back in the, in, in the, in, in the, I, I couldn't not be away. I can't be away from church another week. I, I, I can only go through. I'm, that's it. I'm, you, see, because here's, there's something about serving God. I'm, I'm not just talking about coming to preach. I'm just talking just serving God and being in his presence and understanding how blessed I am spiritually. You know, you look at people and say, man, look, look what they got. They got all this stuff. They're doing bad and they got all this stuff. But you know what? You're looking at the wrong things. Can I, can I help you with something? If you truly serve God and if you really commit your life to him, You don't need no money in the bank to be happy. He will take care of your needs and he'll give you a little bit of your wants. I promise you that. But you can't cave in when it gets bad. You can't cave in. Listen, I know you see everybody. Listen, I know people. Oh, Jeffrey, uh, what's that? Jeffrey Epstein? Oh, yeah, billionaire. But he had a character problem. He killed himself. What is he taking with him? So is it money? No, it's not money. 
See, it's having that peace. It's, it's understanding all the spiritual blessings. Baby, you know what? We may have to eat cornflakes today. Matter of fact, you can get knock off. Uh, you can get you can neck, you can knock off frosted flakes. It ain't as sweet, but it, but you know what I mean. I'm just saying, you don't even have to do cornflakes no more. Stuff's so cold now; it's a dollar fifty. And we may have to sacrifice right now, but guess what? We ain't always gonna live like this. I dare somebody to try. And I'm talking about try them on that level to say, God, you know what? I believe you. This morning I talked to God. I said, Lord, I know you hear. I know you hear me. I know you hear me. I'm in my prayer closet, man. I'm like, I know you hear me. I know you hear me. And that's why when I walked out, he gave me that peace. Because he knew what I was getting ready to face. So I I didn't trip over something that was a mistake. That could have sent me to planet 90. (laughs) See what I'm saying? See, God knows. But we have to count our spiritual blessings. You see what I'm saying? Listen, listen. The blessings that you have spiritually is the blessings that really count. Those count. When you can pray and you see it happen, like, bad. See? Watch this. Watch what he says. Just as he what? Hmm? Where? When? Where? Who, where, and when, right? Why? (laughs) Right there in that passage. The, the four W's, right? He chose who? Us. Who chose us? Him. Before when? That, listen, can I say this to you? Some of us are fighting the inevitable. You might as well surrender. He's chosen you. That's a spiritual blessing. So, so I should always, and the reason I'm saying this is I only got, see, I was supposed to get to two today. I just one. Um, so you and I should always remember that we are triumphant. Number one, we should always, that we always have. Number two, what? Always have confidence. And always what? Triumph. Why? Because you look at the spiritual blessings that you possess. And you look at your relationship with God. And you say, you know what, Satan? Guess what? Ah, you're trying to throw me off my game. You're trying to make me think the worst before I think the best. Come on, help me, somebody. You're trying to make me feel... Amen. Like I'm not worthy. Whenever you start feeling like you're not worthy, I don't think I'm worthy. And I'm saying to myself, God, I thank you. I'm I'm talking from experience here. 
that you still have sustained my family and I. Come on, somebody. That, that even when everybody else is selling, and let me tell you, they're not selling because they're just upgrading, because they don't get no bigger than that, unless they're going bigger, you know what I mean? But the point is that God has sustained us, and he has sustained you. Are y'all with me? And so, so I count my, my spiritual blessings over my material blessings because, watch this, nothing happens without the spiritual. Remember, remember I did Bible, did I do Bible study before I left? Go to Colossians 1 for me. Let me show you why. Amen. Y'all with me? I thank God, man. I, I Listen, I thank him, y'all. I don't, listen, don't wait to get what you want from God and then feel like you're going to make a clean break. All right? Get what you need and then stay committed. Don't trip. Amen. People do that stuff, man. I got what I, I got what I needed now. Now I ain't got to pray as much. You know, I thank God for my trial sometimes because it make me pray more. Seriously, I, I start fasting. <laughs> I'm like, shoot, I wasn't fasting <laughs> I wasn't, look, look at here, I wasn't fasting before, but now, boy, I find myself in a pickle. <laughs> you know what fasting, giving up something. Go, 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 Colossians 1, read, um, uh, read verse 13. Mm-hmm. See? Wait, see, he didn't leave you an orphan. He transferred you. See, Jesus knew what to do. He took you from the from darkness, the Satan's world, and transferred you into the church, the kingdom. See, that's why you're in here now. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Slow it down right here. See, so, so usually it's in him, now it's by him. Uh-huh. But it was created where? Both where? Everything, right? By him. There's nothing, all of this, drums, everything was created by him. Keep reading. Visible and what? Invisible. Go ahead. By him and what? Through him. Go ahead. And what? All right. Watch this. So everything you have in your possession was created by him, through him, for him. So for instance, you take this keyboard, for instance. God created the person that created this. So it indirectly reverts right back to God, right? So if I play this keyboard it should be for him for his glory not at the nightclub you get where i'm going with this you see what i'm saying so everything he created was created for him you were created for him so the question is are you giving him any glory that's how we try read on read on read on real quick 
And so this is how you do it for him. You put him before you put him before what? When you wake up in the morning before you get your coffee. Put him before him. Keep reading. No, no. He is before all things, right? And in him, this is the point I was trying to make here. In him, all things do what? You want your marriage to hold together? Put him before him. You want your finances to, to, to hold together? You want your job? Whatever, your children, whatever, put him before them. Don't worship your kids, worship God. And then God in him will hold it all together. Is that a beautiful picture? This is kind of like my base scripture. When I go back to everything because I'm doing it for him. Read on right quick. He's also the head of the church, right? The head of the body of the church. And he is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead. Here it is. You ready? So that he himself will come to have what? That's the only way you're going to triumph. Can I ask you this? Does Jesus have first place in your life? That's a key question. Because if he doesn't have first place, then he has no place. Because he ain't going for second.